Hi, friends. Welcome to Created to Connect, a podcast that focuses on understanding our need and desire for relationships and how to overcome the obstacles that prevent us from truly connecting with God and each other. Join me on this journey as I discuss how family upbringing, cultural shifts, and the modern church have impacted how we relate. By applying God's Word to our lives, we can begin to understand why He designed us to be in relationship with Him and with others. I'm Sam Landa. Welcome to Created to Connect. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Created to Connect. I'm really happy to have you join in today um, and be part of this journey with me. Uh, It's been a, a long work in progress And it's finally here, so it's pretty cool to just kind of see that I am launching today. And you don't only get one episode, but you get a second episode as well. So once again, just thank you for for joining me today. And um, if you're wondering what this whole podcast is about, it's, it's titled Created to Connect for a reason, obviously. And the premise behind it is essentially that God created us to connect with Him and with others. That's essentially it. Um, Hopefully, what this podcast does for you is that it helps you understand your relationship with God um, better. And as a consequence of understanding that relationship, that it helps you also understand your relationships with other people better. Um, My hope is to provide you with solid biblical principles and steps that you can apply along your journey. Hopefully, in the process you uh, learn to build community and develop intimacy and find purpose and service as you interact with your your community right and by community i mean your uh, church home group families friends that's your community right and, and another part of it that it may not be as obvious but really there's a community even um, with this podcast that we're going to build right there's going to be a lot of people who uh, hopefully will tune in and be able to take some nuggets of wisdom from uh, from the podcast and be able to apply this these principles to their lives and this will be a community in and of itself so uh, that's essentially what I, i'm hoping and i'm looking for in the big picture is that this is a podcast that connects people, not just through this podcast community, but also that you, wherever you are in your own, in your circle of influence, that you're able to develop these these deep, meaningful connections. But first, focusing on your relationship with God. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what are some factors that play into how we see our relationship with God, how we see our relationship with others. But again, just really the birth of this podcast just stemmed from my desire to help people understand their need for authentic relationships. Um, and part of that is me wanting to connect with you guys, you know, wanting to hear from you guys and wanting to see what you guys are interested in. A lot of the episodes that I have planned are focused on issues that you would be interested in, in finding how to connect, what stops me from connecting with people, what's been hindering my relationship with God, how does anxiety and loneliness and depression and all of these things uh, affect how I relate to God and to people. So that's that's essentially the focus of this. And we will be looking at a lot of those, a lot of different topics. And 
on a number of my episodes, I have interviews. So I'll be interviewing uh, a couple of people, people in the field of counseling, people in the f- in ministry. And each one of these people have an extensive background and great insight into biblical principles that I'm sure you guys will find useful and helpful as you go on and in your in your Christian walk. So just to share a little bit about a little bit more about how I kind of how this idea originated. It was hard for me to connect when I was younger. It was really hard for me to connect with people because I was very self-conscious and I'm still very self-conscious in a lot of ways. But back then it would uh, make me feel very insecure about myself. Every time I left an interaction uh, with a person, I would question, did I, did I come off? Okay. Was I, you know, did they like me? Did they not like me? What could I do differently next time? And so on. So I had a lot of insecurity with those uh, relationships. And there are a number of things that I can think of that probably contributed to that. But insecurity was a big one. I had some some levels of anxiety, um, even some depression. Uh, but all of that to say is that I wasn't alone. And I think that kind of helped me put a different perspective or have a different perspective on those actual issues because it's very easy to be experiencing all of these things and feel like you're alone and you start to wallow in your own um, sadness and your own depression and your own anxieties that you think you just think that you're the only one and as I got older though I saw that many Christians um, that went to church that were good Christians, you know, that, that they love the Lord, but they struggle with a number of things and they just never shared about it until you started to dig deeper into their lives. And obviously you only have that opportunity with a few people, but when you do get deeper and, 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 and understand them, um, uh, and their struggles and things that they're going through, you realize that we're not different in that sense. The, the main difference that I have seen um, in regards to a relationship with God and relationship with others is building community, building intimacy, and then also serving others, right? So whenever we experience these things and when we become so self-focused that it doesn't allow us to concentrate on anything else, right? We can't concentrate on our relationship with God because we're too focused on how we're feeling and what we're thinking and what we're experiencing and being there and now being out of that state I'm able to see both sides and I think many of you who have gone through the same experience are now able to see the other side and say wow you know I can look back at that and see how much I've grown from that so um, here are some of the things that I found that most uh, I'm going to say millennial Christians because that's pretty much the demographic I think that, I, that I'm speaking to and this is my generation but here's four things that I've seen millennial Christians struggle with and one of them is finding their identity who am I right the big question of who am I why am I here what am I supposed to be doing what's my purpose right that that's essentially um, one of the biggest struggles that I've seen Christians try to work through the second thing is knowing accepting and practicing biblical truth like they they struggle with this issue as well is is they may know but they may not accept 
or they may know and accept, but they may not practice. So a lot of things that really impact how you relate to God and how you relate to others. So you can know God's word. And I've known a lot of people, very smart people who know God's word, but they don't accept it as truth and they don't practice that truth. And obviously that's going to impact the way that you relate to God. There's many people who may be struggling with accepting the truth, which is understandable, but at some point, right, you get to a point where are you rejecting the truth or are you just trying to understand it a little bit better? The Bible says that God's ways are above our ways. And essentially, we won't always understand his ways, but he knows what he's doing. And we get to a point where we accept the reality that he knows what he's doing and he has our best interests in mind. And we accept that. And then we practice biblical truth, right? He says obedience is better than sacrifice. So so that's the second thing, knowing, accepting, and practicing biblical truth. Uh, the third one is learning just how to grow in their spiritual walk. Like we, And that's different from the previous ones in that part of growing in your spiritual walk is not just growing in understanding and accepting and practicing biblical truth, but it's also in pouring into relationships and allowing for people to pour into us as well. So having a mentor, having maybe two mentors, reading uh, commentaries, right? These things help us in our spiritual walk, help us grow. But, But even more so than that, it's then you pouring yourself into people a disciple, a home group, but you're pouring yourself also into others, right? Because everything, you, you can have all the information and you can be accepting biblical truth and you can be practicing biblical truth, but if you're really not pouring into those relationships, you don't have someone pouring into you and then you pouring into other people, it, it's hard to find growth or it's hard to grow without those things. So, that's the third thing. And the last one is just learning how to genuinely connect with people. And what I mean by that is all the anxieties, all the self-talk that you may have when you're interacting with other people, all the um, shame that you might feel when you interact with people, all of those things limit our ability to genuinely connect with others. Because basically what happens is that we put up these walls and a lot of us are more defensive when it comes to relationships instead of offensive. We're not willing to risk being hurt to connect with people. And that's just kind of one of the risks that that we need to take. If you want to connect genuinely with others, you have to risk being hurt. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, being foolish and just entering friendships or relationships where you're bound to get hurt like that's you can see it with just a little bit of discernment you can see that it's not a good situation i'm not talking about that i'm talking about just as you meet people things take time but as time progresses that you start to allow yourself to be more open with people and when you become open with people you open yourself up to potentially being hurt. So in regards to genuinely connecting with others, I feel that these walls obviously do the most damage. So, and all of this guys, by the way, 
um, stems from my experience in my experiences in growing up in the church, and more specifically, though, from teaching middle and high school students all the way up to graduate students. I, it, it's so interesting to see this because the same things that teenagers that I saw teenagers deal with, I see young adults deal with. It's it's like one small gap between the two. It's not like a large gap, like, oh, you know, there's this this uh, spectrum of, wow, yeah, these issues are totally different. It's, it's the same issues, just handled a little bit differently. So I address a lot of that in, in the upcoming podcast. But yeah, th- that's basically where I'm seeing, uh, where I'm basing all of these principles and um, things that I'm seeing with, with, with millennials is that, it stems from my experience in teaching is, is what I'm saying, essentially. Um, so hopefully this podcast helps you understand the importance of connecting with God and people to grow in your relationship with Christ. It's easy to let our experiences determine how we see and relate to God and others. Uh, usually those negative experiences, though, push us away from God or they make us question his truths and goodness. So... Even though our experiences shape who we are, we can't let those experiences shape what we see as truth. You know, and one of the things that I've seen is that these negative experiences that Christians have is that they force us almost to act more guarded and closed off than being open and receptive, right? And that causes a problem when trying to connect with God and others. We need to be open and receptive, not guarded and closed. And two huge factors, two huge factors that contribute to that are fear and shame, right? Fear and shame are the two biggest factors that also impact how we relate. And again, a lot of that has to do with family upbringing, it has to do with cultural shifts, the modern church, whatever the case, fear and shame can be easily linked to those, those factors, so my hope is to encourage you in your Christian walk that I that I am able to help you know and love God in a deeper way and understand how important it is to have solid Christ-centered community. I'll be the first to say that I am also learning in the process. I'm growing in the process. You know, they say that people learn best when they teach the material that they're learning. And I am definitely still learning, guys. So all of these things that I share with you, I'm learning along as well. But also to to add to that is that there are areas where the Lord has really shown me his his presence and his truth. But one of the areas definitely that I have struggled with was was that having the anxiety and a very self negative view like you know I would hear people tell me all the time you know you have great potential for this or great potential for that and that I interpreted as I'm not there yet I still need a lot of work and obviously that impacted my self-esteem and so on so those those things self-esteem anxiety a lot of self-doubt all of those things kind of tied in together in my teenage and young adult mind so so I think a lot of people struggle with that even now, right? Even to mid-20s or late-20s, early-30s, whatever the case is, I think we can all relate to that in some way, shape, or form. So as I share biblical principles with you all, as I explore a lot of these topics, have 
interviews with these scholars and godly people that we're all able to take something from it, that we're all able to learn from what we discuss here. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are as well. Uh, But before closing out today, I do just want to shift gears a little bit and give you just some fun facts about me and, you know, kind of uh, just some background. Not everyone who's listening to this podcast knows me. I know my, obviously my wife and home group and uh, friends. They'll know some of these things, maybe all of them. Um, But yeah, here we go. So first, uh, I grew up in the church. I became a Christian at age 17. Um, It's the typical story that you hear from most Christians who grew up in the church. It's that they um, you know, thought that they received the Lord when they were five or seven and then, you know, they got older and they became a prodigal and then they came back and, and you know, received the Lord for reals at age, whatever. Um, mine was similar to that. It didn't really become a prodigal per se, but my heart was definitely not, not fully engaged at church during my teenage years. So it wasn't until about, uh, when I turned 17, that I received the Lord and I confessed my sins and I repented of them and I accepted him in my heart as Lord and Savior. So it's been uh, a journey ever since. Um, I hope that I may well, you know, I don't know if anyone that's going to listen to this podcast is going to be a Christian or not. They may be struggling with something or they may be a prodigal themselves. So if you do hear this, um, I do want you to know that you can reach out, and, or that you can always turn back to Christ if you are not in a good spot right now. So just know that, and I definitely want to encourage that. Um, secondly, I graduated from Christian Academy, and that orig- that academy originated from the church where I grew up. And then I worked there as a teacher myself for about eight years. So that's really where I learned my love for the classroom, for students. My hope and goal is to be a professor. I love really interacting with um, undergraduate students. They're just so enthusiastic about wanting to learn and wanting to do something with their lives that it's really fun to be a part of that process. But I also love graduate students as well. They have all this experience and they have all of these life stories that they're able to share and they contribute a lot of the lessons that they've learned within the classroom. So Either one, just as long as I'm working in a university, I think that's going to be, that's that's my dream and that's my, my vision of how I see God using me. Um, I've been married for four years. My wife and I, uh, we have two boys, Bo and Beck, and actually my wife and I will be celebrating our anniversary this week. Uh, I'm a teacher at heart who loves seeing students get their aha moments. I also enjoy people, joining people on their life journeys and seeing how the counseling process impacts them. Anyone who teaches, by the way, knows that many times you act more as a counselor and life teacher for your students than you do teaching the content for your class. I mean, students will ask about algebra. They'll ask about composition of a paragraph. But every once in a while, and I would say a good percentage of the time, you'll have students ask you for life advice. So teaching and counseling kind of go hand in hand Maybe that's why I was drawn to both of them. And, uh, you know, so it's hopefully it, it works out well. Um, well, here's the here's the real fun facts. So the other ones were just basic background information about me. But here's some real fun facts. Um, 
So hopefully you guys are still listening. I'm a huge Chicago Bulls fan, actually. More specifically, I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan. I know just about every stat about him. Uh, I saw him since I've been since I was five years old. So huge Chicago Bulls fan, huge Michael Jordan fan, huge Dallas Cowboys fan, and huge UFC fan. So if you're interested in those things, feel free to reach out. Um, I actually wanted to be an NBA basketball player at some point, but at five seven my chances would have been pretty slim. So, yeah, I'm pretty bitter about that. Just kidding. Uh, I One of my bucket list items is to run the Amazing Race someday. I mean, that is, I have not let go of that item for about five or six years now. And I've tried to recruit so many people along the way. And every one of them has not been able to to do it. Not calling anyone anyone out or anything i'm just just saying but i will do it at least it's on my it's on my list that's my wife and home group they probably heard this dream many many times uh and lastly i'm just a huge fan of of tim allen and anything that he does or most of the things that he does you know he he has two shows that i watch pretty consistently home improvement last man standing great shows um i just relate to him so much in 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 those shows and um so if you haven't seen them feel free to give them a give them a view and see if you like them as well so that is it guys episode one is concluded has concluded and hopefully you enjoyed just the intro to uh what i'll be discussing but um uh, one thing I do want to ask, a call to action, just subscribe, share, leave a review, um, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, and I'll give you some other links of where else you can find this uh, podcast. Share it with others. You know, uh, that's that's a good way to just get the word out. You know, if if a podcast or if an episode doesn't really connect with you for whatever reason, you know, it's the topic or anything, uh, share it. You know, you never know who it might bless. So share the podcast, tell a friend about it. And lastly, please leave a review on iTunes. iTunes will look at how many reviews a um, a podcast has. And the more reviews, the better. So start pushing this podcast up the list and, and hopefully make it more accessible to many people. Again, I have many topics in store for us this season. I think you'll relate to many of them. I really have done my homework in trying to Uh, discuss topics that you will relate to and I think that we both relate to so please tune in and um, if you haven't already sign up to my email list to receive my free connections chart resource and this is essentially an assessment chart of your relationships to see how you can use it to to grow in your relationship with God and in your relationship with other people so That's it, guys. Hopefully you guys have a great day, and I'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye.